Amen. You know, it's always not very easy to preach here because when you guys have, when the glory of God is made manifest, it's always very difficult for me to start to preach. Because there is just this silence that happens to you when God is when God is manifest. So we'll be talking about the laws of kingdom prosperity. All the parables you just gave about the kingdom, all of them ended describing how the kingdom prospered. All of it. From the smallest tree, it became what? The biggest tree. The seed that was sown properly yielded 30, 60, 100 fold. A yeast put in the dough got bigger, right? All the parables of Jesus around the kingdom ended in the summary. The summary of it was prosperity. Praise God. Somebody said prosperity. It is an abnormally to have issues with that word. It is it is it is it is strange because you can't attribute to Satan the works of God. Amen. That is blasphemy of the spirit. You remember that? Praise God. Prosperity. Prosperity of your spirit. Prosperity of your soul and the prosperity of your body. Praise God. This is the will of God for you. The apostle said, I wish above all things that you what? Prosper. Amen. That's what the apostle said. I wish above all things that what? Prosper. Above how many things? All things. That you what? prosper and I also wish that you are in health even as what as your soul prospers I wish above all things I pray that above all things that you prosper what's that you your spirit you are first of all a spirit let your spirit prosper and then, I'm being what? Health. Even as what? Your soul prospers. You should love prosperity. You should want prosperity. I'm going to bless you today. I'm really going to bless you today. You are going to be blessed hugely. I have come with a blessing. Come with a blessing. And I'm going to release it and it's huge it's going to be 
a river of blessing. You would, you would, you would stain it. Wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. Even as what? So prosper. Let me pause and digress a little bit. You know. You have to be given to soul winning, everybody. I just want to digress. Soul winning. And there's nothing as simple as soul winning. Soul winning is to make noise about what Jesus has done for you. Soul winning. Soul winning. One candle lighting another candle. You have to love the Lord and love men, people. I remember the first time I met Tofumi was not even, was before I'd met, I met her before I met her. If I met her, Anyton was always telling me about her. When I think Anyton went to serve them, always. Before Anyton gives an advice, Anyton will send me, will send me updates, state of things, give an advice. The love and the passion for God so love the world. You see, love is a language that everybody understands. Are you together with me? There is nobody who doesn't understand love because we are we created in the love of God. So love is in our DNA. It's a universal language. And it is the vehicle you drive when you want to bring souls into the kingdom. Love. Have to Grow in your love for the Lord and in your love for souls. Sometimes I wonder why churches are not growing. It's strange to me. Why won't a church grow? Why? What happened? Church growth should be autom- automatic. Because there should be somebody who has encountered God and who is eager to make another person encounter God. You get my point now? We don't even need all these carnal uh, methods to grow a church. Amen. It's now that God is speaking to us as a church and trying to make us do the right things. Somebody was coming into this church one day and got to the gate. The person who invited the person said, enter. The lady said, I'm not entering. Send her. They said, where's your Bible? Where's your banner? Ah. When I want to go slaughter me for that place. <laughs> I think it was a church that invited this person. He said, no, 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 this is. I no enter. And it was not even intentional not to do a billboard. It was just that we were overtly busy. Just loving one another, loving the Lord. You get my point now? Okay, so without the billboards and all of that, candles were lighting up candles. Candles were just lighting up candles. Somebody just hears this testimony. I can, today is not just the testimony time. I can share I can, I can link a lot of people how they got linked to the house. It was changed lives. Any, stand up, any. You know, any used to, when any was younger, stand up, Lulu. When any was younger, any used to attend Lulu's dad's church. Such an amazing, all of you have met him now. Such an amazing man of God. 
sometimes later, I just want you, wanted you guys to see. Now, this is not the real. This is not how she came. She used to be holier than this. I don't know what, what happened to her. I don't know. This is any right from... Right from. In fact, she has reduced the earrings. It used to be like... Um, how many were there before? Uh, how many are there now? <laughs> anyway, I told you you can't do more than three now. Okay. All right. Lulu wasn't like this before. Lulu had, she still had her holiness then. So, any used to attend Lulu's dad's church as a part of the church? You can have your seat. Both of you can have your seat. Then, after a while, they lost contact. Whether they lost contact, I'm not sure, but they weren't seen for a while. Some years later, Lulu then finally met any again. And before then, Lulu just wanted. She said she needed, she wanted more, but she couldn't describe it. And she met Annie, and then she knew Annie those days, and then when she met Annie again, and she saw the fire, the desire, the passion. And Annie kept talking and talking like, what? Eh? You know, somebody that maybe you've taught you are, and the person begins to inspire you. So she got, decided to, I think Annie, was it Annie who gave you the messages? So Annie gave her messages. And she kept listening, listening. The first time she came to church, she said she had known a lot of names. It was just time to put faces to the names because when I'm preaching many times, I mention. And then she was staying as far as Badagri. And then she looked for an occasion to relocate from that Badagri to come to Ojudu so that she can be around the community. This was a community of just maybe 16 people. That's how she came to the... So that's how any lighted that, that candle, so to speak. But guess what? Any sister. Lolade. Where's Lolade? Are you guys roommates? So, when any was in the world, this was her roommate. So... She became some type of example. Did you give her messages or you just told her about you just told her about stuff? And so one day she decided to come to where we used to worship and then she met me. And then I was just gisting with her. I remember I told her. It's okay, I think she, she was bragging to you, said she was going to get a prophecy. Can you t- share, share that story? Okay. So it was um, Wednesday service. After the service, like oh, pizza. Um, the, then we calling not pizza. We calling Kunle. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> oh, Kunle is around, <laughs> and it's like oh, okay, yeah, let's go now. So like, okay, and then she introduced me to him. Hi, I'm Annie. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what's your phone name? I said Anyton, and he's like, oh, Anyton. Do you know what that means? I'm like, yeah, person of history. And he's like, you know, and then he gave me a word, gave me a prophecy. 
I didn't know that I was leaving. I said, Lord, you should be right with your collect prophecy. Lord, I said, this girl, this girl, this girl. I said, ah. I said, it's me. I will collect it. Uh, all right. So, so, so that's how the engagement started. Before, because Kenneth said he wanted to start mentoring. <laughs> and the rest, like they say, is history. Now, Chimamanda is here. One down. And that was how Lolade lit another candle. Amen. And um, any lit another candle before me share the testimony. One day, MM came to drop something for either any or to pick something from Tofumi, just to pick something from her friend because they work in the same setting and she just entered the service. Boom. Another light. Any, can, you t- can you talk about um, how did you invite Eki? For Eki, we just used to just a lot. Um, Eki was my boss. Eki is, you guys, Eki is a boss in the creative industry. Eki is the most intelligent, most creative person you ever created in the, on this earth. <laughs> Eki is, as you should, her mind is so beautiful. So she was my boss at work. And then Eki basically set me on this path that I'm on, you know. Then I was just like, oh, I'm a writer, I'm a writer. And so she's like, oh, try producing. And then look at me now, badass. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so we used to just talk a lot and just, you know, she used to have some questions. I'll just answer, just randomly, just gist. And then one day, and you know, I'm always talking about church. You know, when you love something, you just always talk about the thing. So I just always used to talk about church and service and stuff. And then one day, she just decided to come for Wednesday service. And that was the end. It was the end for Eki. She used to say, <laughs> she used to say that, 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 that was the, not, when she says mistake, you don't have to understand what she means. It doesn't mean in a bad way, but that the biggest mistake she ever made was saying yes to come for Wednesday service. And since then, she has not, like, it hasn't been the same for her. There is a power in the light that you carry. And you, you, you don't even understand the extent how, how, how bright it, it can shine. Amen. And many times, there is a light in you. And the light entered you imperfect. It entered the imperfect you. Many times we think that we have to get perfect before we can shine the light. If the light had enough faith to enter you in your imperfect state, then who told you you can't shine it? You have to shine that light. I was asking them, I was asking them, the, 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 the leaders meeting yesterday, I said that, if in your imperfect state you bring somebody out of hell, would the person say, why didn't you get perfect before bringing me out of hell? Would the person wish you got perfect before bringing them out of hell? Do you understand that? You would always be work in progress because the person you want to be like, his goodness is unending and his perfection has no end. So you never get to a point where you are fit as God will have you fit. You won't be as perfect as God will have you perfect. So why not just start right away? Shine light. Put light on somebody. And I can keep, I can keep showing you the link. So we can't just be sitting and hearing big, big things 
Whereas our light is not what? It's not shining. You have to shine the light. But when you shine the light, you change lives. You heal generations. You understand that? You, 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 you preserve the future, right? All right, so that was the digression. Was it a good digression? So please make sure you're shining the light. It's talking about the laws of prosperity, and I'm saying that all the way, all the places you see the parable of, of the kingdom, there is always ending in what? In prosperity. Prosperity is always ending in healing. Praise God. Poverty, wealth. Which one looks like Satan? Which one looks like God? Satan, wealth, God. Yes. Yes. Sickness, healing. Joy, depression. That Don't throw away this basic theology. Don't throw it away for anything. Because many times... You step into pseudo-spirituality and you begin to accept Satan's ways. Unconsciously, I said God is testing you with cancer. Can you test your own child with cancer? And that's what Jesus Christ kept saying. He said, you being evil parent, know how to give good gifts. Do you understand? Don't be too deep till you, till you miss the point. Have you asked people simple questions and they thought because you were tricking them, they went to get a masset. Get four figure table. And you were just asking one plus one. They said, no, that one must mean uh, eh? log one. I can't forget the day I went to write an exam and I saw people with four. Everybody was with four figure table. Everybody. <laughs> None that I don't have. I didn't know we'll use it. I, di- I didn't know the relevance. I, see, I can't forget that day in my life. I went to examination all at university. Everybody was before we got them. I said, for what now? For what? <laughs> and I, that exam, eh, when I saw the questions, it, it looked like another language. It looked like Greek. I just, I just stayed, sat down for like a few minutes. After like 10 minutes, I took my script and I just went to submit. I didn't know one. I, I didn't understand. Not just I didn't know it. I didn't understand it. I just went to submit. The lecturer collected. He was first trying to hate me that I'm a brilliant boy. By the time he opened the script, I saw there was nothing there. He said, Kilo Shele, send me money. He gave me by I said, Lojoko. I said, no, because you've got to me more. I said, and, and I won't cheat. I said, I don't know. I just dropped it and I left. When the results came out, I had the guts to go and check. <laughs> when I checked, I saw dash. I said, I don't like dash. If I have F, give me F. Which one is dash? So I went to meet the lecturer. I said, I can't find my results. I said, I can't find my results. Lecturer said, ah. I said, they put dash there. That missing script. And I said, okay, go and look for the script. <laughs> so I knelt down to where the scripts were. I kept searching for the scripts. There was a visit. I said, no. I kept searching. Eventually, I found my script. So they put five marks for writing my name. I saw it. The man said, have you seen the script? I was stammering. 
He said, whoa, 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 don't disturb me. Come here, come here, come here. Stand up. I stood up and then the man gave me Z. He just put out, brought out a sheet and gave me DOC. I said, I should go and give my coordinator. I said, thank you, sir. <laughs> That's how I passed that course. That's how I passed that course. I went to submit. When we get to heaven, we'll find out whether what I did was right or wrong. The second one that happened to me, I got to the exa examination hall, and I saw them with a different book, a different uh, handout. I said, ah, what happened now? <laughs> it is not what we are doing next week. They said, this is what we are doing now. <laughs> I actually read for the course I will do this week. If we read it, it's just maybe four hours. I said, no, Alan, I'm not to the apple. I knew that fear would take out the little I know. So it's not time to fear. Because you, you, you can't have progress in fear. So I just said, not the apple. Collected the scripture. I think I had a B or something in that particular course. I'm a brilliant, a very brilliant guy. That's by the way. So... Prosperity is God's plan for you. From sin to righteousness. From poor to wealthy. You know, this is not how God planned the world. It's the fall that made it like this. Right? And then you are going to experience life outside the fall. Jesus was not, was not bound by the fall. Amen. He went and enforced the laws of God and he operated beyond the fall. And I prophesy over your life that you shall operate beyond the fall. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Let me, let me show you something as, intro, as a point of introduction in Exodus chapter 10. Exodus chapter 10, starting from verse 1. I'll just read two verses and show you something that is very simple but yet profound. Start from verse 1. Exodus chapter 10 verse 1. Now the Lord said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh for I have hardened... No, no, no. Let's do Exodus 11. Exodus 11. Not 12. Not 10. Exodus chapter 11. And the Lord said to Moses, I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, Yet I will bring one more. Upon Pharaoh and Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go. Whence? When he shall let you go, he shall surely thrust you out. Hence, altogether. Speak now in the ears of the people and let every man borrow of his neighbor and every woman of his neighbor. Every woman of a neighbor, jewels of silver and jewels of gold. Now let's read the verse 1 again. God said, I'm going to bring one more plague. One more plague. Give me um, new KJV. I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and Egypt. After that, afterward, it will let you go from here. One more plague. One more plague. God knows how to deal with your enemies. Amen. And I'm not talking physical enemies. I'm talking about spiritual resistance. Are you with me? 
One more plague. One more plague. And so don't give up. One more plague. God knows how to deal. Listen, that health crisis you are having, God knows how to deal with it. Are you together with me? Yes. One more plague. God knows how to hit it. Don't give up. Continue. If you leave the track, you can never win the race. Never. There's, nothing, there's no miracle. If you are going to win the race, you must at least be on the track. If you, win the, if you, if you leave the track, you will never win. Are you together with me? Can you tell somebody, don't give up? Tell someone, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. I don't care the challenge. I don't care what it is, but don't give up. For your God knows how to deal with the enemy. We'll just stay on track. It says, after that one last one, he will let you go from here. When he lets you go, he will get to a point where he will surely drive you out altogether. First one, let you go. The second one, he will drive you out. God can deal with your enemy to a point where say, the enemy will sponsor your exit. You understand? Your enemy will sponsor your deliverance. because, And, and listen, and this is a prophetic language of how the church will be in the last days. The church will be so strong, so powerful, so anointed, that Satan and institutions will be so scared of us. You don't get it. That one believer in an institution is a very risky thing. Eh? Imagine, imagine a Christian, someone who's converted, who a teenager, who is parents forced to go to a Muslim school, and he's so full of the spirit that he begins to convert all the Muslims in his class. What would they do? Send him out. Send him out. That would be the level of distinction we'll carry. That you have to think twice to have you to have me around. Highly inflammable. Highly inflammable. You get the point now? Highly inflammable. You ought to be highly inflammable. You don't understand. You ought to be what? Highly inflammable. Highly inflammable. Highly inflammable. The day my lecturer did a mistake to say I should present a particular stuff. I presented by the next day the souls that were so affected. You see, I, I did not talk Jesus. But the impact was mighty. It was so mighty, one guy went to his church to give a testimony. Went to Arsene, one of the biggest churches, to give a testimony. An unbeliever. He said, last week, Pastor Zach, I finished presentation, the old class came. Not because I was popular. Because of the presentation, people came and said, they want to snap picture. <laughs> one, I'm, I'm telling you literally one after the other. No lies. On God's altar, one after the other. You don't understand. Highly inflammable. Whoa. Hmm. You take a risk to have me involved. There's one business that just invited me to come and speak to their staff. It's a risk. Me, speak to your staff. It's a risk. You, you would think it's play. Listen, there's no way I've gone to I didn't cause damage. I hit you hard. And I'm doing, I will do it stress test. I will laugh with you and finish. I will, I will laugh with you and put an impression on your soul. You will sleep at night. I will visit you again. We're on a project. We're on a project. Toyosi and myself with one other, one other uh, record label. So we should do inspirational song. I said, yeah, let's do it. 
when the other music uh, guys come and listen to the song, they are all shaking like this. Which was inspirational song? <laughs> By the time she wave her voice on that thing, you you, you inspirational. <laughs> we agreed. We will not talk this thing. We will not talk this. Let's inspirational. And after that, write a song for somebody who is dead that you want the person to come alive. You hear now, it's a five, but we have been recording for like five, six, five months stretch of doing that for like five months. I said, write a song, a dead person, call the person back to life. And don't put Jesus, but call the person back to life. Inspirational. Nothing, there's nothing we do that the spirit is not involved in. Nothing. No secular for us. Everything is spiritual. Listen, when, when you come to my house, you don't, when, you don't come to my house and leave my house carrying the same bondage and baggage. It's not possible. When you come to my house, you leave feeling like a king. I impart you. And I've trained the people in my house to impart you. You come to my house, you, feel, you live confident. You live assured. When you're around me, you feel like doing something great. You want to take nations. That's it. That's it. You can't. You, it's not, it's not, you see, you can't be around me and doubt yourself. Highly inflammable. It says we will drive. It says that we, this Pharaoh that doesn't want you to go, he will drive you away. And that's why I believe in you guys studying and doing, getting all the secular skills you can get because it's your ticket to enter into some places. That's why I don't joke with those things. Anything you can get, any. In line with your purpose or destiny, anything you can just go and get it. Is it, is it go and do it so that you can sit on that table, then they will hear you. And when they hear you, they will know when they see you, when they feel you, when they feel you. Small boy, like this. I, when I got to university, small boy, like this. But who with the Holy Ghost? Small boy, small boy. I was in university, small boy, no admission. But I knew God said that I have admission. One boy like this. Everybody already preparing for exam. And God said, I see I have admission. Registration completed. Everybody completed registration. Everybody has done everything. But God said, I should not leave that I have admission. Is that right? I have admission. All my friends who lost the admission have gone back to. One has started doing computer lesson in Plato State. But God told me I have admission. So I stayed. I have admission. Mission that I closed about how many months? I went to meet the head of the unit, the head of the department, Professor Agago, an old man. So I want to do my registration. I said, which registration? I said, which one? I said, registration now. <laughs> and the man is a very quiet man. He said, I should leave him. I said, no, the VC has, the VC has uh, opened the registration. I does not know. <laughs> I left. I'll just be in that department. When they called the 400 level students, I was asking them questions. I've not attended one lecture. All of them could not answer. 400 levels. I went, small boy. I said, I have the answer. I said, are you still in the department? I said, yes. By the time I gave him the answer, I said, this is the only guy that knows what I'm talking about. I've not attended one lecture. 
but the spirit. spirit. And it was it was as I said it. The VC opened their mission. Because God said, Are you together with me? Today God filled with the Holy Ghost after his service. It was one just to me. After his service in another church. The service has ended. People were still playing up and down. I said, you sit down. I sat him down. Prayed for him. Are you together with me? Any opportunity will cause crisis. That's why I don't have time with people who complain. Who talk about what they don't have. When you are ready, you will talk about what you have. You have something. He says that, he says, he says, guy, by the time I'm done with, and that's why you can't stop. Listen, that sickness troubling you, you will not remember the date left. That sickness, you will not remember. Just don't leave the track. Just continue. Keep speaking the same thing. Don't change your confession. Don't change your position. The Bible says they died, some of them not receiving the promise. It's better to die in faith than to, to, to assume you are alive without faith. Because the just shall live by faith. So far you are in faith, you are in life. You are alive. Are you with me? Are you living in faith or live? I will bless you to I will eat you hard today. I'm just I'm just Are you together with me, friends? You have to be in faith. You have to make sure. Watch yourself. Watch your life. And make sure that every area of your life you are engaging in faith. Any area where you are not operation that faith is not operational is an area where you are dead. Make sure faith is operational. Man and wife, I don't I, I absolutely do not care where you are. I don't care where you're you see. I have no business with where you are. I don't relate with anybody based on where I don't care where you are. I I absolutely do not care. It is it is it is blind people. That respects people by their present condition or disrespects people by their present condition. You are, you, are, you are ultimately blind. If you cannot see that there's a tomorrow that many times doesn't look like today. You understand that? You, you, you are where... You see, because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same. It means that there is a tomorrow that is precise and exact that God has prepared for you. And you can keep your gaze on it. The Bible says, for the joy that was set ahead of him, he endured the, he endured the cross and despised the shame. Are you together with me? He despised the shame, endured the cross because he was certain about a what? A joy that was set ahead of him. And that joy was that you are going to be resurrected with him. When Jesus thought about you, he was full of joy. He was able to endure cross and despise shame. Because he knew he would resurrect and not resurrect alone. He saw me. He saw you. He saw that short girl. He saw, he saw that person who every... You know what, what Christianity does to you? You who everybody has, has, has relegated. You just step into Christ. And you turn to a champion. You understand? Not champion or champion. There are two differences. You are, you are a champion when you were raised by godly parents. You made raised and made a champion. For some of us, we are not, we are not, we are not champions. We are champions. <laughs> when they pick you from the streets and the glory comes upon you, are you together with me? When you were raised from the dunk hill, then you are a champion. Do you understand that? 
and you are a giver of hope. Do I have champions in the house? Yeah. <laughs> a class captain, have you? <laughs> a champions. Not the most beautiful. Not the smartest. Not the tallest. But the blessed. Yeah. I said the blessed. Are you blessed? Yeah. Are you blessed? Yeah. Are you blessed? Yeah. He says, I'm going to deal with, with Pharaoh. One more plague. It will drive you out. One time, P.K. was going through some frustrations as a young man by Satan. And you know what he told us? I said, I will deal with you. And so he took money, entered bus. That's a test, bus evangelism. He will preach, he will drop at the last bus stop. From the next, he will pick another bus. He started preaching and preaching and preaching. The Satan stopped him. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, please, please, I'll give you what you want. I'll give you what you want. But I'm not stressing you again. And those ones, when they are doing bus evangelism, they do deliverance. Yeah. Do deliverance and collect offering. Yeah. When P.K. does bus evangelism, by the time it starts, the person who has a demon in the bus will scream out. Then the boss will have to pack. They will not do deliverance. And the people will not give him money after the preaching. You can't have, listen. I'll just do some things now that will just bust your head. I don't understand. <laughs> How can you have the power of God and be poor? You guys don't know what it means. People, people have physical, people who, are, who have physical power, who carry weight, are rich. Just from carry weight, say they are bodybuilders. They are, they are rich. Muslim, just you in, just Muslim, you are rich. I now have the power of God. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Do you know what you can do? You are over planning. Eh? When I do my masters, I'll do your PhD. I'll do my DC. Okay, what about when you deliver a billionaire from his crisis? You you don't think it's an income route? <laughs> You don't think it's a business idea? Uh, but it, by the time you give a billionaire a word of knowledge, accurate word of knowledge, you don't think it's a business idea? Be struggling, be struggling. Be struggling. How many, how many clothes will you sell? Eh? How many zobo will you sell? How will you save up? Agbarambe Ninu Ejejesu Agbalambe Ninu Ejere Agbalambe Ninu Ejejesu Agbalambe Ninu Ejere There is power mighty in the blood There is power mighty in the blood there is power mighty in the blood of Jesus Christ. There is power mighty. Say in the blood now. There is power mighty in the blood. And there is power mighty in the blood. And there is power mighty in the blood of Jesus Christ. There is power mighty. My first suit in life, I called it through the power of God. My first suit. As a student, I needed the suit. I went to meet my other brother. 
firstborn. I said, you give me suit. So I can give you, but you have to release a word. He said, if you pray for me, I'll give you. So I said, why not? <laughs> a blue suit, striped suit. Cha-cha. I gather your family. I prayed. I got a suit. Understand? This word done. Are you with me, friends? Yes, I'm telling you the truth. Oh. Tell you the truth. You will bring a calm to somebody's life. And that has been the calm the person has longed for all her life. The person, how the Bible says that when our mountain is exalted, he said the Gentiles, they will flock into it. They will bring their good silver and say, teach us your ways. What, 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 what? It's a business idea. And that's why I'm shocked when people don't obey God. I'm shocked when God calls you into the ministry and you say, hey, what's wrong with you? Say, I will, hey, if I serve God, I will be poor. I say, I, do, I don't understand what you're talking about. Even if, if God calls you, even if you don't want to obey God from your heart, just obey him as a business, as a financial plan. <laughs> See, serving God for me has been my greatest financial decision in life. Forget serving, forget love God. This is the greatest financial decision. It's a, it's a, it's a, oh my God. This is the smartest financial decision. If I'm doing it only for the money, there's money in it too. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I'm not talking about your title and your offerings. So what might be your title and your offerings? How many of your title and your offerings? Many times your title and your offerings sometimes struggle to buy the foil. But the diesel check. Talk about title and offering. I'm talking about divine provision. I'm talking about God taking care of his staff. He will do it better than Facebook. Do it better than Zuckerberg. God taking care of his staff. That's all it is. And God, you are talking of a God that does not know. He, 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 does not, he, he does not know which money is too much. You don't understand? God does. God, God prepares the food. You serve yourself. He does not serve you. Ah, God does not serve you. He prepares the food. You serve yourself. So it depends on your spoon, which is your faith. There's nothing you have that God says, Ah, I must know. What concerns God? Those are people who are shouting private jet. You don't understand this God. What concerns God about private jet? If you want private jet, He gives it to you. If your faith can carry it. What joy does your poverty give to God? If your faith, whatever your faith, whatever your faith carries. When I mean faith, I don't just mean desire. I mean faith. Faith is, faith is what you use to execute divine will. What concern God? Somebody have jet, somebody does not have jet, somebody. So it says they will, they will send you out because you are you are now loaded. How do those how do those preachers say they say too loaded to be this time? There's a way they used to say it. Alright. You are a con there's one they say that you are content in a container trying to as the way they said, I need to learn all those things. When he lets you go, he will surely drive you out. Now, hear this. The next verse. Give me the next verse. This intro. Speak now in the hearing of the people. That's what I'm doing. Speak now in the hearing. It's a strategy. It's a strategy. One of the ways God equips is to speak to your hearing. He said, He that has an ear, let him hear. Impartations happen through this kind of speaking. That's it. This is a strategy. He said, Speak to the hearing of the people. That was what. 
God's, um, God's strategy for Moses. Speak to the ancient people. That's what your prophet, your apostle, your pastor says. Speak. That's what my spiritual father does. My spiritual father speaks to me. Five years ago, I went to five years ago, I went to open his car. I, I, I shared with you. I was struggling to open the car. The car did not. I was struggling to close it and all those embarrassments. I didn't know that if the key is in my hands, it will open automatically. I didn't know. And when I told him, sir, the key did not open. The car did not open. He said, no, it's, don't worry, the car is closed. Don't worry. I said, it didn't close. He kept opening. He said, it's closed. When I gave him the key, he looked at me. He said, these are the kind of cars you should drive. Speak to my hearing. When he came here, it was just Pierre Land. He told me, all right, this is a good office. This place, this old church will be your office. You understand? When we started, when we moved in here, this is where we are using. When we moved here, our first few services was from year to year. And he now told me that I should, I should plan that this will be our admin place. And he gave me a barrow that I will use to sign the check. He said I should go and ask all those people that are on this old street that when they want to sell, they should let me know. No, we're still struggling to gather the rent money to pay for the place. You understand that? Now we're already looking for for properties. Because actually, this place is not our church. The property is our own. But this all is too small for us. Whereas when I got in here, I thought it was too big. But my prophet spoke into me. That's how inheritances are shared. Inheritances are shared by words. If you don't have somebody speaking into your life, you are in crisis. You can, you can be rich, but you might not step into your inheritance. There are two different things. I'm not preaching money. I'm preaching purpose. Are you with me? Somebody must speak into your spirit. It's a strategy. It's heaven's strategy. Speak now with the end of the people. And let every man ask. You understand? When you now speak, then every man can now... You see, when you... Ah, you... Let everyone ask from his neighbor. Chris, are you looking at it? Those people are not their neighbors. The Israelis were slaves. But there is a way I can speak to you and upgrade you. You will, you will rise up and who was your master before? You see him as your, as, as your neighbor. Slaves. They never had liver to even talk to them. But most God told Moses, Speak to their hearing. Speak. And when Moses spoke, he said, and let every man from his ask from his neighbor. Are you together with me? It is when you have been spoken to the right words of your destiny that you cannot ask and pray the right prayers. Some of us are still praying from our place of poverty. You need to pray, pray from your place of destiny. Containing your prayers must be the call of God over your life. Containing your prayers is not just deliverance from your past. It must be access to your destiny. He says, ask from his neighbor and every woman, from her neighbor, articles of silver, articles of gold. How do you ask? How does slave ask for gold? Even, even the real Egyptian self. Is it easy to give anybody good? But slaves now had the boldness to ask, not for bread, not for food. All their lives they have been begging for bread, begging for food. But Moses spoke to them, and released in them a boldness to ask for what? Gold and silver. Are you together with me? Because to ask for, so for are you, am I preaching here? To ask for what you need for personal survival 
it's a level. But when you step into destiny, you are no more asking for survival. You are not asking for destiny. There are two different things. Some of you, all you are still asking God for is job. Is God. Hey, deliver me from this hardship. That's one level. There's a level where you are not asking for abundance. Because you have now seen destiny. And you are asking from, from destiny. Are you with me now? Are you with me now? That's now. That's why right now, financially speaking, 100 million is not... When I see people, I say, somebody stole... I see the dollar, I say 100 million. How do you see 100 million? Could be 100 million. How can you see 100 million? Maybe you will steal something that can, that can keep you. What's 100 million? And what can 100 million do? It cannot even, it cannot even build you one, one, one fantastic church. It can't even build you one church. At least it can't build me. That standard church. Do you understand? One million do. Even if you want to sell your soul, sell it in a way where it can maintain your body or your stay on earth. Are we together here? But naturally speaking, without destiny, without purpose, 100 million is okay. What do you want to do? Then you buy uh, a car somebody has, use finishing. Buy one car. Build one small, small house. Put the remaining in savings. Collecting the monthly one as I need to get out. But you are not called for things like that. You are called to execute the judgments of God and the purposes of God upon the face of the earth. Are you with me? But it comes with speaking. It says, ask for gold and ask for silver. From today, you begin to your asking will align with your destiny. You will not ask from the suffering point of view. You will ask from destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. Because some of you, the enemy has put you in such a place that you just want to survive. But I'm bringing you out of that pit. And you are now saying, God, give me the nations. God, give me the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus. Are you with me, friends? So that's my intro. Praise God. Are you blessed by this? So, I'm just going to share quickly two principles to you. Two, the principles of prosperity. The first one is the law of first. First. Say first. First. It's a law in the spirit. Principle of first. Principle of first. It breaks, it breaks the back of lack in all areas of life. It breaks it. The principle of first. It's a powerful principle. The principle of first. It's a principle that if you can entrench into your life and introduce. Friends, friends, you might doubt me, but I tell you the truth. I know what I'm talking about. And I've been taught by the Lord what I'm telling you. These are things I know. Are you together with me? The knowledge of these things has been put in my spirit. Are you together with me? I'm not just giving you Bible knowledge. I, I have this thing in my spirit. I know by revelation. I have an impartation around what I'm teaching you here. It's a calling. It's an identity. It's a nature. I have become one with what I'm telling you. I know what I'm telling you. Principle of faith. It will work every time if you can put it in place. Principle of first. Principle of first. It breaks the back of poverty. It breaks the back of resistance. 
you can break the back of any type of resistance by this principle. And then it causes there to be a gushing and a flow. Principle of first. Matthew 6 says, six, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added. It's a principle. The first, when you put the kingdom first, you, you dislodge the demons that hold all these things. Because there are demons that hold all these things. Are you with me? There are demons. There are demons. Demons are in charge of things. Are you together with me? And if you want God to help you conquer them, if you want God to release a plague over them, then you are going to employ the principle of first. It says that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now, what happened to those things that were not added before? Huh? They were not added before to them. They were held down by demons. Devils. Especially if you are a child of God. If you are a child of God, there is a release from Satan to hold back some good from you. Are you together with me? Satan is interested in persecuting you. In making sure that you, your life is hard. Either financially, either uh, maritally, either health-wise. Are you together with me? But there is a principle that breaks the back of Satan. And dislodges devils. It is the principle of first. Are you together with me? Seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. Then you now enter a place where all these things shall be added to you. Listen. If you are sold out to God's kingdom. Sold out to God's ways. There, there shall be a flow. There is always a flow. You enter into the realms of addition. Into the realms of free flow. Of blessings. Are you together with me? But you have to seek first the kingdom. Are we together, friends? Are you listening to me? Seek first. You have to be crazy about the things of God. Not in a religious way, but in a way where you just love the Lord. And you sell yourself to the prosperity of God's kingdom upon the face of the earth. Where you say the kingdom of God must prosper through me. I want to be a seed sown primarily and basically for the kingdom. Are you together with me? Listen, the kingdom of God is more important reason to live than yourself. You are not important enough. Are you together with me? Your life is for use and it's for the kingdom. Are you together with me? Bible says he that decides to save himself, to save his life shall lose it. But he that loses it for my sake. For my sake. When you lose it for his sake, what happens to you? Then you shall gain it. It's a principle. You lose it for my sake. Your life must be lost for God's kingdom. Are you together with me, friends? The he that decides to save his life, he shall lose it. Peter asked him one day. He said, we have, we have left all to serve you. You remember that? What shall we gain? You know Jesus did not rebuke him. And said you are concerned about gain. You are not spiritual. Jesus did not rebuke him. For whoever desires to save... No, let's read that one first. Whoever desires to save his life... Somebody read for me. Is it, are, you, are you there? Whoever desires to save his life... What? Will lose it. But whosoever loses his life for my sake... We what? We find it. You must pray and trust the Holy Ghost... To take you to that point... Where you are living for nothing else... But the prosperity of God's kingdom. Are you together with me? 
Listen, are you a stakeholder in the things of God upon the face of the earth? May your answer be yes. Yes. Sold out. Lost. Listen, when you get to this realm, the blessing will flow. People will now be saying that they will, they will be seeing, they will see only the blessing. But they won't see that you are sold. Are you together with me? God has no reason to pour abundance on that person who is still living for himself. Because your life as it is does not need abundance. You don't need abundance to be okay. Abundance is never for an individual life. Abundance is for the prosperity of God's kingdom. Peter said, what shall we gain? Give me that one. He said, what shall we gain? We have left everything. What shall we gain? And Jesus did not rebuke him. Peter said, see, we have left all and followed you. He said to them, I surely I say to you, there is no one who has left house or parents or brothers or wife or children for the sake of the kingdom. You see the kingdom? The kingdom can be that demanding. Are you together with me? The kingdom is always that demanding. If God is not saying lose your father, lose yourself. He's saying lose your, if you lose yourself, if these ones are necessary to happen. Are you with me? For the sake of the kingdom of God, who shall not, assuredly I say to you, there is no one who does this, who shall not receive many times more in this present time and what? In the age to come. Praise God. Another version says hundredfold. Praise God. Hundredfold. Which business on earth would give you hundredfold? Hundredfold. But my Jesus will give you hundredfold. Praise God. Because when you seek first the kingdom, there is a power released over your life. It's a power. There's a force. Your life begins to carry this strange force that makes the demons bow and tremble. It's a force. Anytime somebody is following the kingdom, you begin to gather force. Can I preach here? You gather the force to the point where by the time the force now begins to work for you, eh, you'll be begging God to stop, please. When the rain begins to come, you'll be begging God. I'm telling you the truth. Listen, some of you are going to be so blessed, you have to, you will be, you will be telling God, God, please now, somebody else. Ah, oh, you don't even believe it. <laughs> you say, God, somebody else now. Somebody else. Since I went to meet Jesus that day, he told him, wow, worship me. I'll give you. I'll make you a king. Jesus Christ said, no. Can't worship any other person but God. Principle of first. Let God be first. And this is where the principle of fighting comes in. Are you together with me? Fighting. Fighting is not about God. It's about you. It's about engaging the principle of first. Because the principle of fighting is the first of ten. Amen. It's the heart that thinks of God first. And I told you, you had better upgrade your title to the point where you don't even take anything out except you have given to the Lord first. That's where fighting comes first. That's where fighting comes. It's not necessarily a law. Do you understand? It's a, it's a divine principle. If you don't fight, you make heaven. Listen, if you don't fight, you make heaven. You will make the third devil self. Forget all this. If you don't fight, you, you won't go to hell. 
But demons will hold your stuffs. You won't go to hell if you don't tithe. But Pastor Zach, Bill Gates does not tithe and yet is blessed. Stop being stupid. That's a very stupid question. And I have to tell you it's a stupid question so that you can first know that you have capacity to be stupid. You are not that brilliant that you can be stupid. It's a stupid question. Because the preaching here is not about how to make money. It's about the ways of God. Praise God. Not just Bill or something. Are there not people who sleep around who are still blessed? Huh? Does that mean the principle of purity is not, is not a relevant pure, uh, principle? Are you together with me? Why do you need to check the world to confirm God's laws? What's wrong with you? Why are you being carnal? Why are you being stupid? Praise God. I don't know people who drink and who smoke and have good health. Does that now mean that smoking and drinking is... Stop that. Don't be carnal. Don't, don't be sensual. Be spiritual. Anytime you notice that you are asking stupid questions, it's because you have, you have sold a plot of your heart to Satan. It's the one inspiring you to be foolish. Notice, you better check yourself when you are trying to ask conny conny questions. Questions that don't make sense. We stay where the word has provided for us. The word is our, our boundary. Are you together with me? Stop asking questions that are confusing you yourself. Stop giving yourself to uh, vain, to what did they, how did, how did Timothy put it? Vain imaginations and all those kind of stuff. Deliver yourself from that. And ask questions. How can I know God more? Those are the questions you stop asking. Stupid, ask, don't find. Stop asking when Adam and Eve was born. Who did God now? Who did God now? How did God multiply the earth? Stop being stupid. Stop being. Stop being. Stop being an old baby. When Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve uh, give birth to Cain and Abel, how did they now multiply the earth? God, 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 Adam and Eve had more children. The Bible only documented Cain and Abel because the Bible is not story book. They don't put everything there. That small book cannot contain all of the history of about 5,000 years ago. So what is contained there are things that are important for you to know God. You don't need to know Cain's sister. It has no relevance in what we are talking about. But they expect that you have sense that you will automatically know that Cain has sister because it takes a man and a girl to have children. You know, but because there is darkness locked somewhere and you are looking for what is not lost, you now tie yourself in confusion. No stress. Stop, stop looking for what is not lost. Don't be stupid. Be a man. Have sensible discussions that can progress your life. Not arguments that will lock you in the pits. Are you together with me? The first principle. First, don't joke with it. My money, God has the first place in my money. Not just tight, but God has the first place. This money, God has the first place. Are you with me? You see, we give not because we have. We give because it's not our own. It's not my own. God is priority. Listen, my spiritual father, he's a billionaire. He told me, he said, Zach, he just said in passing, he said, when I make money, he said, it's God that tells me which one I can spend. Until I heard it from this man too. Uh, this man that I love. Could you know what's about this man? Uh, 
Morris. Robert Morris, I think. Robert Morris. He asked God. Robert Morris gave to a point where I was in someone message. He gave to a point where he told God, he said, God, you can't, you, you can't, you can't give me. I don't pass you. He said, don't go, I don't pass you. He said, not beside the brag, but <laughs> you know now, I don't give. So, he merely was thinking that his phone rang. Um, picked the call. The person said, asked about his automobiles and all of that. And then um, he took the person to hang. To hold on, he said, God, how many car you want to give? How many car I don't give? The person called him to give me a plane. <laughs> you see, you can't really understand when you say they gave somebody a plane and not just plane, landing cost for like a year. For God, to God, it's not about the plane, no, because you got to go, God has plane. Walk on Takan, you understand? Walk on. Table tennis. May God play good table tennis with you. Yeah. Tell go by Give him give him give him three favors. Five favor. Give him a truckload of goodness. Okay, let, let's give him mercy. Then the implication of that cannot translate to many strange things on earth. When others are seeing the strange things, they don't know that all they are seeing. Is just an expression of somebody's fellowship with God. Allah come by Shiri. You understand? Allah call him. People call him by Shiri. Go by Shiri. Fellow skyscraper. I'll come by Shiri. You guys, it's just wants to prove a point. Then when the skyscraper now comes, I say, can we continue our talk? Say, thank you, Daddy. That's what those things mean to those men. All those redemption camp is God and Daddy talking, and they just say, "See, I've done it too." He said, "I will always." So as we were saying yesterday, then you are still shouting. <sighs> Whereas all you are just seeing is EG of somebody's conversation. Ah. You get it? You don't get it now. So you don't understand what it means when it says, I will provide all, let it provide all your needs according to his work, riches and glory. It's play play in the realm that now manifests in the flesh. Ah, Wabalon Shereo. God will play with you, you will play with God. You will fellowship with God. Are you together with me? The principle of first. Don't joke with it. Listen, let me say, your life will not have, there will not be, there will not be anything of great significance without this principle. First. You know, this, this year I told God, I said, God, okay, let's start doing, I want to start doing my first food. So God said, I said, I want to be giving you my first, all my income, generally. No, no Bible, no quotation, nowhere, nowhere in the Bible. It's not a law. You don't have to. No law. There's no place. You will, go, you will make heaven. Forget all those you will. All those you will not make heaven. It's not true. Make heaven. In fact, you're already in heaven. Sit there with him at the right side. But I can take on. I can share it. Baba Tomo. I want to honor you more. I want to give you. I just want to prove my faith. I'll give you the first. Guess what? For the first time, that's, I, mean, I said it today. The next two days. I got an offering, and the person told me my first food. Wow! Okay, God is serious about this thing. I know Allah. Principle of first. You have to trust the Spirit to grow you to that point. Are you together with me? Where in everything God takes preeminence. 
If you are blessed, can I have your shout of praise in the house? Come on. But that's the first law of prosperity. It's the law of first. I want to round off my thought now so that I can release you. Give me 15 minutes. The last one is the law of honor. It's the law of honor. Talk about the law of first. The last one is the law of what? The law of honor. Things I'm telling you. Would definitely work. The law of honor. Honor those who God has sent to you. Honor those who God has what? Has sent to you. My favorite scripture, Jesus Christ speaking. He said, of all the widows in Israel, none was Elijah sent to. Except for what? The widow of what? Zarephath. If, if the widow of Zarephath did not honor Elijah, give me that scripture. If the widow of Zarephath did not honor Elijah, she and her son would die. But there is something Elijah carries that will change her life miraculously. He says, till rain comes, that wheat and that stuff will not dry up. That supernatural supply. Are you together with me? But Elijah, but the widow had to honor Elijah. No, no. Give me the story in first king. In first king. The widow had to honor Elijah. If the widow, if the widow honored other things and other people, she won't receive what God intends for her. Are you together with me? The person she's to honor is who? Is Elijah. Are you with me, friends? To honor Elijah. He says, he says of all, he says Elijah was sent to her. Now, when you look at the conversation between the widow and Elijah, if it happens in the 21st century, you know, Istanbul Bukharit, somebody told Elijah that all I have, I will eat it with my son and I will die. Eh? See what this wicked prophet told her. Arise, go to Zarephath, we belong to Sidon and dwell there. See, I have commanded the widow there to provide for you. He arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as he was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And he said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin, and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of things that I may go in and prepare for myself and my son that we may eat and what and die. That's the plan. You can see the extreme poverty. See the wicked prophet. Elijah said to her, do not fear. And do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it. How? Test. You see the principle? What principle again? Test. Ah, may God open your eyes. What principle again is it? First. When you, when, when, you, when, you, when you use that principle, you break the back of Satan. First. First, and bring it to me. And afterward, you know, it's not easy to live like this. Usually we are first. But may God help you to take yourself away from that position. You are not meant to be first. Do you know even Jesus did not make himself first? He made us first 
And that's why he has an harvest with mankind. If he thought about himself, he won't come and die for us. For God so loved the world. What about himself? The action of dying on the cross was it an expression of self-love. Self-love is the spirit of Antichrist. And that's why it's a common preaching in the last days. You know, self-love. You know, I just love myself. But it doesn't matter what people say. Just make sure you love yourself. Only you can love yourself. You cannot love yourself. Nobody can love you if you don't love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. Oh, I'm just loving myself. I don't care what anybody says. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. <laughs> Self-love. For God so loved the world. What was? You know, it's in the Bible. It says in the last days, what will happen to people? He said, there shall be lovers of, of self. Lovers of self. Are you together with me? There shall be lovers of self more than what? More than lovers of God. So it means that as per love, you don't confess. This is this philosophy that is destroying the earth. When we lie to people that they confess. They don't confess. God comes first. Your feelings don't come first. The laws of God come first. But notice that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves. Did you see that? Lovers of themselves. Lovers of themselves. You have to take yourself away from the first. God should be first. And listen, sometimes when God becomes first, God will not teach you. And then he will be showing you many situations where he will tell you not to look out for yourself first. In many situations, he will say, that's what happened to this widow. In that situation she was in, God had commanded her and said, you are not coming first. My prophet is coming first. And you can only do that when you have made the kingdom first. Am I making it here? Let's see, go back there. He says, he says, Elijah said to her, do, do not fear. Go and do as what you have said. I prophesy over your life that the fear that makes people to make people to hold back, the fear that powers disobedience, the fear of life, the fear of destiny, by the glory of God that is in this service, that fear leaves your heart now in the name of Jesus. I bring a prophecy to you, I bring an impartation to you that you are free from fear in the name of Jesus. The reason why we don't make God first is because of fear. Fear. Fear of poverty. Fear of lack. Are you together with me? But make me a small cake from me first and bring it to me. And afterwards you make some for your son. What's the next thing? For thus said the Lord God of Israel, the being of flour shall not be used up. Now, not the jar of oil run dry until the day. Now, my friends, my friends, is it natural for the being of, of flour not to be used up? Is it natural? It's not natural. Is it natural for oil not to dry up? It's not natural. But what was going to bring this supernatural flow into her life? The principle of first manifested through the honor of the prophet that was sent to her. This, this, this thing is a possibility. But there is a principle that locks it on, that unlocks it. So the challenge is that there are a lot of supernatural possibilities that is meant to be at work in your life. 
But you have not unlocked it. That's why you struggle. That's why you are overworking yourself. That's why your health is giving up. Your brain is shutting down. And yet you are not blessed. And there is an easier way to get these things done. I tell you the truth and I lie not. First. First. The Lord first. I said the Lord your God first. He comes before you. Don't be afraid. I, I disband fear from your life in the name of Jesus. No more negotiation with fear. You are free from the, the torment of self-preservation. And listen, another should take care of you. You are not created to take care of yourself. Another. The Lord God, your God, is meant to take care of you. Principle of first. First. Why don't you give your tithes and do all those things? It's because, and if you think I'm preaching tithe, that's your that's your that's your cup of okay, there's no tea, cup of or bottle of water. It's your I don't care. Don't care. I can't because of what you are thinking, not preach the word of God. Are you together with me? Full of first. Activate that principle over your life. First, and honor those who God has what? Has sent to you. Amen. You honor them. You know that it was the flow of honor that made Paul to release a word that has become an eternal injunction. My God shall supply all It has become an eternal ordinance. My God shall supply all of your needs. My God. Ask me, Pastor, what is the meaning of my God? Ask me. Say, what's the meaning of my God? Ask me. This is what it means. You see, every prophet, apostle, or every servant of God, as you begin to walk with God, there is a portion of God that has become your own. Are you with me? Listen, that portion is your own. God has surrendered it to you. Are you together with me? That one, eh, you use it to do as you will. That portion, you don't ask God. The, the carrier of it does not ask God. When you see all those prophets say, you don't get the point. God did not tell them to bless you. God does not. It's their blessing. Peter says, such as I have. Just as I have. There's something. He said, oh, me and God cannot go and talk with that. You understand? God is not like, uh, it's, it's not like your wife. That I say, you can't give her that share because I bought it for you. I can't understand. You, you have given me. It's my own. He said, no. You can't give it. You can't give it out. You can't give it out. That means it's in your own. <laughs> Are you with me, friends? Such as what? I have. You think it's easy? When you walk with God, you have. When you walk with God, you have. You are having. Stephen God, I do not have. You see? Paul said, such as I have. Let's go. Go back to, give me my Philippians. Paul said, my God. is My God. So, there is an injunction upon that church. See that, Pastor. There is an injunction on that church. A, an eternal injunction. That 
if you quote it, if you, it's not a quotation. It's, it's not this Philippians chapter. If you check all of the doctrines of Paul, they are, they are repeated in all, in all uh, epistles. This one does not have repetition because it's not necessarily a doctrine. It is a resultant effect of their action. Are you together with me? Let us read. Pre, pre, pre. <laughs> Go back again. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but, only, but you only. If it's not important, it won't have stock. Do you understand? So, genuine preachers don't talk about it, but how come they say I'm stuck? There's nobody, nobody giving shishi, nobody. For even in Thess Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. You sent aid once and again for my necessities, not for the ministry. Not that I seek the gift. But I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Are you seeing how it's happening? Go back. Go back again. Let me show them. Now, you, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning what? Giving and receiving. Because giving and receiving is giving and receiving. It's a law. He's not talking about giving. He's not saying no church gave me. He said no church broke into the realm called giving and receiving. There can never be giving without receiving. So he was not saying, he was not talking out of anger. He was just saying that they didn't break into this thing. There is a, there is a, there is, there is a reality, a truth in the spirit called giving and what? Receiving. It's a law. Nobody will teach you in a Lagos business school. Nobody will teach you in Harvard. Nobody will teach you in Oxford. Because it is Christians that Satan is trying to make sure you guys don't touch anything. So God has created our own route. Called giving and receiving. Are you together with me here? Huh? I'm wearing a neck. Internet. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, so it's not just giving. Are you together with me? But I seek the fruit that abound to your account. So it's giving and what? Receiving. And the, 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 the most important one is the fruit that abound to your account. Are you together with me? Am I making sense here now? So it is, it is the lesser that gives to the what? To the greater. This type of giving. Now the greater blessing is the, the the lesser general philanthropic giving. But this particular one that activates this dimension, it is the lesser that what? That gives to the greater. Am I making sense here now? That is why it was the, woo, the widow that had to give to what? Elijah for that lot to be released. Am I preaching here? Alright. Indeed I have all and abound. I am full. Having received from Epaphroditus the things, somebody said things, sent from you. Now, when it came from them, what was it? Things. When it moved, what did it turn to? 
a sweet smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well pleasing to God. It is a thing, but it's an aroma. Pleasing to God. Without faith, it's impossible to what? To please God. So if it's pleasing to God, it means that giving is an act of faith. Pleasing to God. It means that God is specially excited. Are you, are you yeah. preaching to me? Specially excited. Pleasing to God. And my God. That's his jazz. You know about And my God shall supply all. All your need. All your need. Listen, this is the principle of the great men in the faith that you talk about. This principle has been their foundation from the one. Go and meet all of them. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, what need is he talking about? People who want to die in poverty, we see say this need is a spiritual need. And that's why there's no SDA. What's wrong with what's wrong with you? What was what were we talking about when we were coming? The whole conversation was talking about things. Why did it suddenly? Why is it a did it, is it a curse? Why did it suddenly? Why do you hate good things? We've been talking about things, and suddenly when I say my God will supply all your need, you now say that need. It is why? What happened to you? My God shall supply all your need according to what His riches in glory. Is that now? That's the last verse. Praise God. You get the point now. So, honor. I have five more minutes. I said, give me 15 minutes. I have five more minutes. And why is this honor important? Why is this honor important? Of course, you know, when I want to talk honor, honor is a, honor is a big topic that I can't use today to begin to talk about different types of honor and all of that. You see, the reason why honor releases this dimension is because seeding, S-E-E-D-I-N-G, seeding is an eternal principle. And um, it is the principle of how the miracles, the grace, the greatness of heaven, it is the, it is the principle that makes, that God has used to sustain life. Are you together with me? It is the principle of God. God uses to what to sustain life. It was a it was a God written code. Are you together with seeding? It's a principle. Except Jesus Christ quoting it. Except a wheat, a seed of corn falls down and dies. What happens to it? It abides alone. So 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 when is are you with me? So when the seed inside that seed is capacity for prosperity. But that prosperity will not happen except it falls down and what? And dies. So self-preservation is actually self-preservation. You'll be preserved, but you'll remain yourself. Self-preservation is self-preservation. But when the seed falls down and dies, what happens then? Then it multiplies. That's how God has So it's an eternal principle. You remember after the flood, can I preach here? Are you with me? After the flood, this principle was released to the earth. When God said he was never going to destroy the earth again, he now said that from now, the principle I have released is that seed 
time and harvest. It's never going to cease. So it's a principle released over the face of the earth. I'm preaching here. And Jesus then came and then enforced the same principle. That's why God knew that if he did not preserve his son, if he did not keep his son to himself, if he sowed the son to the ground of the earth, he knows that he's going to reap and harvest of sons. Are you with me? It was the same principle that God bounded himself by. And then how did Jesus do it? Jesus put God's will first and put God first and honored God with himself. He said, I've come to do according to the volume of book that is written concerning me. To do that will, O God. Are you together with me? That he showed himself and then while we're in the prosperity of sonship, an everlasting prosperity of sonship, there will never be a time on earth where sons will not be coming to Christ. There will never be a time on earth because the principle has been released, has been activated. Are you together with me? So, seeding is an eternal principle. It is the principle of birthing and it's the principle of prosperity. Seeding is the principle of birthing. It's the eternal principle of birthing and the eternal principle of what? Of prosperity. Are you together with me? Death before life. And the principle of seeding, two things are key in the principle of seeding. Death, which signifies surrender. Surrender yourself Surrender your time. Surrender your resources for God or for whoever God has sent to you. Are you together with me? Listen, don't give God what remains after you have been comfortable. Don't try it. It's the same thing David understood. He said, I'm never going to give God anything that does not cost me. Are you, are you getting my point? You see, he is God. You can't give him what is left over. He must have the first. He's God. And you need to step into this thing so that he can release these things. Is God. Almost all the great things we did in this house, almost everything we did, the, the instruction we got every time. When we wanted to move into this place, we're looking for, for a place to move to. We gathered some offerings, you remember? We gathered everything in the account and we went to seed it. And the person I seeded it, I told him, I said, I said, Papa, we need a property and this is the cost of it. This is the principle that we're using to get it. So I gave it. We gave it. Weeks later, heavens open. Are you with me? Now, there are extremes to these things. Are you with me? And Satan has, has really attacked a lot. Pastors are now afraid to preach about it. But not pastors. So you need two things. Death, surrender. Something has to drop. Something has to go. The second thing, you need a soil. You need a source. You need a base. The soil gives the seed the opportunity to prosper. We are seeding. Imagine if you have a seed, but there's no soil. Are you together with me? Are you blessed now? Elijah said, first make for me. I see things, long hold issues. I see them breaking off over your life. Long-standing issues. I see them break over your life. You know, Jesus, Peter was following Jesus all about. Mother-in-law got sick. But you see, you can't follow Jesus and he won't attend to your natural needs. Jesus went and healed his mother-in-law and they continued the journey. 
I break the back of lack over your life. Yeah. Get up, let us pray. Are you ready for this? I don't care where you are. But I, I feel an anointing in my spirit to break limitations. There are realms some of you are meant to have entered. Realms some of you are meant to have entered. There are realms some of you are meant to have entered. And I sense an anointing to break it. To break the limitation. For some of you it is. For some of you it is. It is Marita. It will not escape breaking this morning. For some of you, it is your finances. For some of you, it is even breakthrough spiritually. As you commit yourself to do two things, to commit your life to the kingdom, to serve the kingdom, and to flow in honor to the prophet that God has sent to you. Ah, yes. I see curses being broken this morning in the name of Jesus. There is a flow. I tell you the truth and I lie not. There is a flow. As you do those two things, for some of you, God is leading you to go sow a seed. For some of you, you are making that decision yourself. And you are appropriating that culture into your life. Adabasina. Can you begin to pray in the spirit? I should begin to make those decisions. Pray in the spirit. Manda siya kaladash.
you, my father. say shall happen. Please make sure that you give to the Lord a seed as soon as you can. Make a decision. And aside from being a decision, make it a culture. But for this particular one, I want you to make a decision to give to the Lord. A seed of honor. You are a guest in this house. Find your oversight. Your pastor, if you are a guest in this house, find your oversight, find your pastor. Go and sow a seed to his life. From what you have, from what God has blessed you with, go and do that. For some of you, God is leading you to there are a few of you, God is leading you to sow a type of seed that you have never sown before. You are in your best moment. I've been in that place twice or thrice where God leads me to sow a kind of seed I've never sown in. And when that happens to you, you will know it, you won't doubt. If you are still doubting, maybe it's not the Lord. 
or these ones I'm talking to, you will know. You know the meaning of those seeds? When, do, when God leads you to give those kind of seed, is a complete change of season. That's what it means. A new season that doesn't look like your previous season. Make sure, find. You have been in this house for a while. You know how we operate. We don't operate. We're not. It's not a good house at all. Father, I pray for your sons, the ones who I have the privilege of oversight. Every limitation, I break the back now. Every pronunciation, every ordinance that is not from you, that has tampered with their lives, that has stopped your flow. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I take it away. I now release supernatural flow. I anoint these ones for a supernatural flow. Let every area of your life experience prosperity now. Begin to see what you have not seen before. Begin to experience what you have not experienced before. You shall have a great testimony to the goodness and the glory of God. The Lord will bring you to a place that is beyond your request. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are changing seasons. You are changing lanes. Welcome to a new day. I said welcome to a new day. Prosperity becomes the experience of your life. Your health will blossom. I said your health will blossom. That operation that you were slated for shall not hold. For your God shall heal you. Your finances will blossom. Your work with God becomes seamless. From heaven you shall have informations. I pray as regards the flow of information from God to your tabernacle. Relevant informations. Informations that work. Informations that change the game. From your dream realm. From your conscious realm. From your thought realm. From even your friends. Let there be an avalanche of exact and precise information that will move you forward. You shall know what to do. And you shall come back with a great testimony. The next place you ought to step your feet on, the Lord shall tell you. And you shall obey him. And the rest shall be history. So heaven says, I say to you, congratulations. Congratulations. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.